Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, all the father figures, all of the role models. I just want to thank you for your contribution to this world, black dads especially. It's just a room, no big deal. How many rooms have I walked into in my life anyway? A hundred, a thousand, more? I walked into a kindergarten room, enrolled at four years old, only to be told to leave because dad fibbed on my paperwork. In hindsight, it was pretty awesome that my dad thought highly enough of me to start me in school a year before the law said I would be ready. I walked into a psychologist's office at the insistence of my mom. Melancholy, resentment, and even anger filled that room that was void of my voice. I walked into a room where the first love of my life relaxed on the bed, watching TV. Funny how I do that same thing, too. He watched the tube as my mother spoke words unfit for a babe, a child with a mere 1900 sunrises and sunsets in her past. That was the last time I saw him, at all. I walked into a room full of family with a tree decorated and shining bright. A room full of presents and food and laughter and love, but not my mother. She waited in her cold car. I think the temperature in her Carmen Ghia mirrored the temperature of her heart. I walked into countless rooms day after day and year after year, but no room quite as meaningful and scary and inappropriate as this one particular room. An insensitive salesperson, greedy relatives, and a neurotic mother all made for a toxic inhalation of horrific memories that plague my mind still. After that room, an even worse room was the next on the agenda. Why did no one tell me? The warmth of Oklahoma and no air conditioning coupled with the blood of a decomposed body that was unattended for weeks makes for an unforgettable stench that I never want to smell again. The web of lies, deception, and a childhood lived with hatred toward the man of whom dry blood filled a floor and hallway now seem misguided and irrelevant. But a room of eternal beds, that room, not a place for a child to ever have to go emotionally alone to, but I went, and I hated it every second. Hi, this is Miss Manya, also known as the intellectual introvert. I am a woman of a particular age who's always been introverted, but has always had lots of ideas that she'd like to share. And I decided to go ahead and start this podcast to start sharing those ideas with you. Room of Eternal Beds is the poem that you just heard. I wrote it about a year ago, and it was inspired by my dad and the theme of my life, lots of rooms. As you can notice in the poem, my dad has already passed away, and I was asked to choose his casket. In fact, I was put into a room full of caskets and just told to pick one. I thought that was really not a cool thing and it has really plagued my mind for years and years and years which brings me to today's topic of fathers 
I'm a woman of a particular age, like I said, and I've lived without my dad for nearly 30 years. But honestly, it's been more than that since the last time I saw him, I was five years old. He died when I was 22, so you do the math. I wanted to do my podcast sooner than this, but I have been so affected by the death of Nipsey Hussle that I just could not get it together in order to do this podcast without crying. Ironically, I'm recording this on Father's Day and I just got through looking at the posts that Lauren London put up on her Instagram. They were definitely tear-worthy, though I've been trying to stop crying about this and just start praying for peace and healing for her, for her family, for her kids, for the world who's going to really miss the presence of Nipsey Hussle. It's so evident by all the pictures that we see posted of Nipsey, his kids, his girl, his family, his friends, that he really had a warm heart. And I even saw a video with Nipsey and his daughter Imani when he was a young, younger guy and his daughter was about four. And he was talking about how he has honed his parenting skills and all the things that he does with her what he does to instill um, things into her. I also saw the video where he was conversing with Steph Curry and they were talking about raising kids as well. So clearly parenting was a very important thing to Nipsey. Lauren even said in her post today that that was one of the things that made her fall in love with him was his fatherhood. I know firsthand that dads are super duper important. I grew up pretty much without my dad and I thought I was okay, but it definitely came back to haunt me in lots of ways as I got older. In fact, when he died, I thought I was fine. I I didn't think there was an issue. Three months before his passing, I had a friend who I hadn't spoken to in years, actually contact me via telephone suggesting that I reach out and try to find my dad. Now, this person who I hadn't spoken to in maybe two years or so, just out of the clear blue sky, called me and was like, hey, have you, uh, have you tried to contact your dad? And I'm like, no, I hate him. You know, I don't, I'm not going to try to reach him. And this was well before Google and the internet and things like that. So, um, it wouldn't have been that easy to find him anyway, but I told him, no, I'm, I haven't tried to find him and I don't care to. About three months later, my dad actually passed away. So God actually held out his hand and gave me an opportunity to reach out to my dad, but I didn't take it as such. I didn't know why the guy called me out of the clear blue sky. I had no idea why he had asked me that question. And ironically, I never heard from the guy again in my life. I saw him one time out at a party and he barely even spoke to me. So I knew that his concern for my relationship with my dad really was just God moving through him. He really didn't have a dog in that fight. So as the years passed, I just kept thinking about my dad more and more and thinking about the things that I learned while I was in Oklahoma going to bury him and handle all of the um, financials and the 
And I remember his dad telling me how I hold my lips just like him and I talk just like him and I sit just like him. And I know that that couldn't have come from me mimicking him because the last time I saw him, I was five years old. So those are some things that just happen to be the same with us because I'm his flesh and blood. So I thought that was really interesting. And so sometimes I just think about the fact that I turned out to be so much like him. I even ended up teaching language arts. He was an English professor. I don't have a doctorate, but I do teach English. And I was always good at English, even in high school. I took an extra English class um, as an elective because I just liked it just that much. So as I got older, though, when I was struggling in relationships with men, I started to realize that there was really a void always there, and that was that I did not have a relationship with my dad. I think that had I had an opportunity to have a relationship with my dad, possibly some of the relationships that I had with men might have gone differently. Also, just a void that I constantly have felt and still feel to this day sometimes impede me emotionally from being attached to other people. Sometimes I just wonder how would everything have gone had he had been there? You know, will we have ended up being cool or or what? Because I ended up looking just like him. Um, and it, it's inevitable for me to think about him on a daily basis. I have a brother who also looks just like him. And we swap stories. He has even less of a memory of, of his dad because uh, my dad left his life when he was about two years old. So he might not mem- remember anything, if anything at all. One thing that my brother and I have in common is not only that we look alike, but that we cling to people and their words when they have something to say about our dad. Um, In fact, there was a time that my brother had come to where I am. He lives currently in California, and he came to Texas where I am because he had a business uh, meeting that he had to attend. And subsequently at the time, he found out that one of our relatives was attending a funeral in my dad's hometown. And so he was like, you know what, let's go to this funeral and see who we can meet. And so we went to this funeral and my my brother is really outgoing. I'm the opposite. Uh, I'm the intellectual introvert. So... He, um, after the funeral, he started walking up to people and say, hey, I'm Charles Ray's son. I'm Charles Ray's son. And do you know that we found our family? We found our dad's mom's side of the family, and we've been connected ever since. Being the introvert that I am, I never would have had the guts to do anything like that, but he certainly did. And so when we are in contact with that side of the family, any of them that ever you know, had a relationship with our dad. We just cling to their words and we always want to hear a story about him, you know, things like that, because we don't really have much else to hold on to. And so I do know that it's really important that both of us um, miss our dad and that we really wish that we would have had more of an opportunity to have a relationship with him 
and I'm about to be 50 and my brother's about to be 40, yet we still cling to that. So I just wanted to speak on the importance of dads today. Unfortunately, the generational curse of a child growing up without their dad continued with me. However, my daughter's dad is not deceased. He is alive, and the two of them do have a good relationship with each other. They talk all the time, and I um, did not impede her from having that relationship with him when they were when we were all younger. And so now she's able to have an adult relationship with him. And I'm glad of that because I feel that my mom might have impeded a relationship that I could have had with my dad. And um, since he died when I was 22, there was no opportunity really for me to have an adult relationship with him. So I feel that it's really, 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 really important for us ladies not to stop our kids from having relationships with their parents. Even if we don't have a good relationship with that dad, let the kid figure out what what the dad's problem is. Unless he's killing people or being abusive physically, I think that you should go ahead and let that kid experience their own parent and then when they become an an adult they can decide what they want to do but stopping your kid from having a relationship with their dad just because you and he didn't work out I don't think it's right at all I really really don't think that it's right and I am a living proof of that my relationship with my mom is strained to this day because I've never gotten the truth about what really happened with my dad and the fact that the actions that she took prohibited me from having a relationship with him. And then because he passed away when I was relatively young, there was no opportunity for me to establish a relationship with him once I became an adult. So I said all that to say dads are super important, especially in the life of of a daughter. I feel that my relationships might have gone better had I had a dad in my life to talk to about things, to look up to, to have an example set for what I should be expecting in a man. But I didn't have that. I did have a grandfather, but he was much older. And so I didn't get the same things out of him that I would have gotten out of my dad. I would love to hear what you have to say about your dad, some nice stories about your dad, experiences, memories that you have, or if you agree with what I'm saying about dads and the importance of dads, especially to daughters. So that wraps up what I wanted to say today about dads. Our next episode is going to be about college and whether it's worth it anymore. So... I hope that you'll tune in for that episode. Today's episode has been sponsored by Noelle's Body Butter. Noelle's Body Butter is a combination of mango butter, shea oil, avocado oil, and other essential oils. All natural is great for your hair and body. Visit myavonbeauty.com to purchase your jar.
Thank you so much for tuning in to The Intellectual Introvert. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. We sure do appreciate you here. And until later, this is Miss Amanya signing out.